Welcome to the Badass Empires podcast, where we help early stage entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and aspiring corporate dropouts to build their own purpose-driven online business from scratch. In 2019, I left my high-flying corporate career behind to build what is now a multi-million dollar knowledge-based coaching empire, one that gives me an immense amount of freedom and allows me to make a real difference in people's lives. This experience transformed me forever, and now I'm here to show you how to build your empire, the one that allows you to work from anywhere, fund your dream lifestyle, and fulfill your calling all at the same damn time. So, ready to roll? Grab your crown, badass. Your empire awaits. Hey, badass. How you doing this Wednesday? Happy Wednesday or Tuesday, depending on where you are in the world or whatever day of the week it is when you're listening to this in the future. How about your time zones? Like, unless you are in New Zealand with me, I'm always running in the future compared to every other time zone in the world. And it's just kind of crazy. Like, I'll be wrapping up my week on a Friday and I'll be like, happy weekend. And my clients are like, it's Thursday morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, wherever wherever you are, wherever you're at, I hope that this episode is finding you well. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Wellington. And I have just taken a big sip of water and a big breath because this episode has the chance to get me riled up. <laughs> this is... This is a, a subject that is really close to my heart because it's something that I struggled with myself for a really long time and it's something that I see hold a lot of people back as well when it comes to starting their online business because a lot of people want to become an online business owner or content creator, but they do not want to be considered an influencer. And they think in order to do one, you have to have the other. So I hear things like, oh, I don't want my friends and family to think that I'm some kind of try-hard online influencer. It's so cringe. Or, you know what? Like, privacy is really important to me. And I don't want to share my private life. I don't want to talk about my kids, my family, uh, show my home. Like, that's just not something that appeals to me. Or they'll say, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not fit enough, or I'm not fashionable enough, or my life isn't luxurious and my house isn't beautiful enough to be an influencer. Or, you know, I do want to make money online, but I don't want to have to do brand deals. And so I can tell that there are a lot of people out there who very much associate one with the other. And you know, before you go out <laughs> worrying about having to promote your 10% off code for apple cider vinegar gummies, you need to realize that the influencer versus expertise-based entrepreneur model are two inherently very different things. They're very different energies and they're very different business models. And I have personally grown social media accounts now to over a combined 400,000 followers through Not Even French, through Badass Careers, um, YouTube channels, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, okay? But I have never considered myself to be an influencer because that's not what I am. And it can be really, really hard, again, for people to differentiate, well, what is a content creator versus an influencer versus an entrepreneur, an online business owner? And of course, there's always going to be some overlap. But there are some significant differences, which mean that 
how you think you might have to do business or who you think you might have to become to do business just isn't true. So let's compare the influencer to the expertise-based entrepreneur in a couple of different categories. And I want to get started with what are you creating around? What are you talking about? What is your content saying? Where is it coming from? Where is that creative source sitting? So for an influencer, they're very likely to be creating around who they are and their lifestyle. Their content currency, their social currency, it's inspiration. So you want their skin, you want their hair, you want their house, you want their booty, like you name it, you want it, right? They represent hashtag goals, essentially. If you compare that to the expertise-based entrepreneur, you're going to be creating around what you know, and you're going to be packaging up that knowledge and that expertise and using it to educate and activate people in your community into action. So your content currency, your social currency, is education and empowerment, right? My goal isn't to make you want to be like me. It's to make you become the best version of you. I want to help you to achieve your dream life, not replicate mine. So there's a very, very big difference already in the philosophy and the energy of those two models. Next up, let's compare the content itself. So in the influencer category, typically content is pretty high level. It is often either funny, you know, lots of skits and memes, or it's really relatable or just sort of high level inspirational like goals content. And it's the content that gets a lot of likes and a lot of shares, you know, like, <laughs> You know that moment where your manager invites you to a meeting and doesn't say why and you're scared that you're going to get fired? One million likes, right? It's popular and it makes you feel attached to the person's image or their personality in some way. Like, that's so true. They get me. And their content often goes quite wide. They might talk about productivity, makeup routine, do some meal prepping, you know, showing off their new Gymshark outfit and giving you a discount code for that. It's usually quite broad and lifestyle infused. And an example of, you know, a classic piece of influencer content might be, you know, lazy girl morning routine. It might be interesting, it might be inspirational, but it's not really teaching anyone anything. Now, if we compare that to the expertise-based entrepreneur, online business owner, yeah, they're creating content too. And they're putting out videos and using hashtags and captions and it, it might look the same on the surface but the content is inherently different it's usually around education so tips and strategies and tools it might be a bit deeper you know sort of activating those deeper level conversations it might be more informative might be a deep dive might be more polarizing and opinionated right it's not about being liked it's about getting your convictions and your beliefs and your, your knowledge out there. And it tends to have a lot less engagement because, you know, a funny meme by corporate Natalie is going to do so much better, you know, and that's really funny, you know, a skit around, you know, having to give feedback to your Gen Z employee and they're using language that you don't understand. Like that's going to get 
so many more likes and be so much more popular than comparatively a more stale topic like five tips to enhance your resume. But it doesn't matter because it's not about the likes for the expertise-based entrepreneur. It's about helping people to get results. And this is where we start to see a bit of a divide around the vanity metrics because a lot of people think that likes and followers equal sales and money and that is not the case at all. I have career coach peers who have many more followers than badass careers and they're not even making a quarter of our annual revenue because they're focused on the likable, funny, relatable influencer content and that's not actually what builds the know, like, and trust and actually builds the kind of content that converts into sales and converts into you being seen as a trusted expert. So this content as well that you know, as an entrepreneur that you're putting out there, you can't be fueled by vanity metrics like likes and shares. It's really interesting information and it's nice to know which of your content works better than others, but you would never be able to compare yourself to a quote unquote influencer in this way. And your content's often very, very niche. So rather than going wide and doing productivity and green smoothies and careers and everything at once, you're usually helping people on one very, very niche topic. So you are helping a specific kind of person to solve a specific kind of problem with a specific kind of set of tools and methodologies. And the goal of your content is to have people feel more attached, not to your personality as such, or not to how relatable and funny you are or whatever it is, but more attached to things like your teaching style and the value of your content and how you enable your audience to get micro wins in their life or sharing your value system and attracting in people who think similarly to you in that way and share those values, your kind of people who believe in the same thing. For example, in Badass Careers, people who believe in not settling for mediocre jobs they don't even like when they're going to be spending 40 hours a week of their lifetime there. They're people who want a fulfilling career. There are people who want to love what they do for work. They're people whose career is very important to them. So the goal is also attracting those kinds of people into your world and your community. And so an example of this content instead of, you know, lazy girl morning routine might be, Five language swaps to empower rather than criticize your partner. If you're a relationship coach, for example. So again, it may not, you know, yes, it has the potential to go viral. Yes, it has the potential to do really well and get lots of likes and shares and that kind of thing. But most of the time it won't and that's okay. It's very, very much okay. Because even with a small audience, if you have got, compelling, high converting content and a really sexy no-brainer offer, you'll be making a lot more money online than the influencer, I promise you. And speaking of making money, let's talk about the difference between these two. So influencers, typically they would make most of their money relying on external platforms or things external to them. And what I mean by that are things like brand deals, for example. So companies and brands that want to work with the influencer and sponsor them in order to create content. For example, they might give the influencer 5,000 US dollars and they will create two TikTok videos for them at a certain level of followers. Another big thing that influencers often do is affiliate marketing. 
So they might show off their outfit and link to the items of their outfit. They may show off something in their home and link to that object within their home or whatever it is, something that they are using, maybe a productivity and lifestyle tool, whatever it is. So they have something, they own something or they're using something and they get an affiliate link and then of their community, whoever clicks on that link and then goes on to purchase that thing, they'll get a cut, they'll get a commission flowing back to them. These are very much external sources of revenue and they're quite risky really because neither of these sources of revenue are ultimately within their control or something that they own. I can tell you as soon as the economy gets tough, brand deals dry up. My inquiries certainly dry up. I get a lot of brand deal inquiries, which I say no to, but they go pretty quiet when times are tough, right? It's one of the first things to get cut in the marketing budget. And affiliate marketing platforms, yeah, they can be great. Like I always view it as a bit of a why not bonus source of revenue, but the platform can disappear. They can change their payouts and commissions at the drop of a hat. Like you really don't have any ownership of that. And if you compare how you make your money with the expertise-based entrepreneur, it's very different. You make money by being of service to people, either through coaching, through consulting, or selling a product like an online course that uses your own intellectual property or your signature methodology to get people specific results. What's really different here is that you're creating these assets, these products, these services for your business. You own them entirely and they are your income streams that are highly profitable and you can sell them all the time year round on your terms. Very, very different. So if I were to build, you know, a million person following on careers and do lots of skits and memes and empowering quotes about micromanagers and all that kind of stuff that got me lots of followers and lots of views, I could 100% do that. But then I would be relying on maybe job boards or, you know, companies like that to, fingers crossed, sponsor me for my income. In contrast, I could start an education expertise-based business and only have a few thousand followers, but they're highly engaged They love my stuff. They share my values. They share my convictions. And when I launch my $500 course on how to overhaul your resume and LinkedIn profile, for example, and a hundred of them buy, well, I'd much rather have that as a sustainable, more predictable income model and business model than the influencer one any day, right? And you can already start making a lot more money than a brand deal would give you with 2,000 followers, you probably wouldn't even have one, versus being able to own your stuff and being able to get people really interested in what you're providing and what you're selling because you've created that community around it. And then I think another major difference between the influencer versus the expertise-based entrepreneur is around the privacy and transparency thing. So when it comes to the more influencer model, transparency is very much valued to a point where people can become quite parasocial, right? They get quite invested in like your nail color or how do you take your coffee or wow, your kids are so cute. And I've been watching them grow up for the last five years. I know their names. I know their faces. I know their outfits. I know their quirks. Like you really do put a lot of yourself out there. What are you wearing today? 
you know, are you dating someone? All of that information sort of becomes an important part of your brand. Whereas when you're an entrepreneur, you do not have to share any aspect of your private life to create content for your business. Of course, if, you know, in your Instagram stories, you want to share a little bit of your personality, like on Badass Careers, I share my daily jam, like what is my music that I'm listening to that day, my favorite song of the day, and it gives people an insight into my music taste, or, you know, I show people that I do poll, or I go for walks in New Zealand for fun, from time to time, right? But you do not have to share anything you don't want to. And when I have my baby later this year, no one will know, aside from my friends and family, their exact birth date or even month, their gender, or their name. That's really important to me. So, you know, you get to draw the line about what gets shared and what what doesn't because there's just no way a career coach has to share that kind of information. If we zoom out a little bit and we compare the two models, obviously these are some major, major differences, but there are also areas of overlap. And I'd be, I'd be lying to you to deny that. Like, does my business have a personal brand component to it? Of course it does. I'm not the only person in the world with my knowledge. I'm not the only career coach out there. And people will choose to work with the coach that they relate to most. They might relate to me because I'm a New Zealander and they want to move to New Zealand and get a career here. They might work with me because I've had a very international global career and that's something that they want to create too. There are going to be parts of your story that people resonate. Maybe they like the fact that I worked for major Fortune 500s. I worked for the world's number one luxury group. I also worked for the world's number one beauty group. Maybe those industries appeal to them. So they'll choose me. There's always going to be aspects of who you are in your story that appeal to people and, and inherently are relatable or not to people. Some people will like my accent. Some people will hate my accent. Some people will love my global career. Some people will be like, that doesn't relate to me. I'm born and bred in Texas and I don't, I want to work with a coach who is from Texas and knows the market right here. And this is the only place I want to job hunt ever. And that's completely fine. Okay. So there will always be an element of the human in the brand, of course, but I don't have to give anything away. I don't have to sell my privacy for that to be working in my favor, right? That's a whole other topic around personal branding. And then, you know, does my business have a degree of influence to it? Of course, right? People build up that know, like, and trust with me. They get to know me, they get to like me, and they get to trust me. And whether they're a client or not, if they're just a member of the community following along, a lot of people end up following my advice and implementing what I share. And hey, on the odd occasion, they may want to even take up pole dancing too because I've shown it in my stories and they think, oh, that looks really cool. But that's not the point, right? The pole dancing, the, the, the who I am, the lifestyle stuff, it's just not the point. Of course, my influence that I want to hold is in helping people get results. So if they can apply my knowledge and apply my teachings and get wins and results in their life and land their dream job, then I'm really happy. And so, of course, inherently there's a degree of influence. But again, it's targeted towards them getting their desired results, not becoming more like me. So, no, I don't think I'm an influencer. I'm an educator. I'm an expert. I'm a curator of knowledge. 
Some might call me a coach. Some might call me a mentor. But it's a very, very different thing, ultimately. A little bit of overlap, but mostly differences. So if you've ever wondered if you need to become an influencer, quote unquote, to make millions of dollars online, the answer is no. If you've ever wondered if you need to become an influencer to put out content online, the answer is no. In fact, that's probably the hardest business model I could imagine because again, it's reliant on so many things outside of you. So I hope this is clarified for you. You know, even though you do need to create content for both models, one does not mean the other and you do not have to become what you see online in terms of a quote unquote influencer and putting up, you know, cute photos of your family or thirst traps by the pool or anything like that. You don't have to be this cool, edgy influencer with style and charisma and all of this kind of stuff to become an expertise based entrepreneur. So of course, I would love to hear your thoughts and perspective on this. Send me a DM over on Instagram at badassempires underscore and let's have a chat. I'd love to hear if you had any major insights, light bulb moments, all of that jazz. And if you are listening to this, feel free to take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so that I can see where in the world you're tuning in from and let me know of any major takeaways that you have from this episode. Otherwise, badass with all that said and done, until next week, rain on and keep building that empire of yours. See ya. A shit ton of income, crazy impact, a business that you adore. Just by listening to this episode, you are one step closer to your very own badass empire. Now I want to hear from you. Tag me in your stories or send me a DM over on Instagram so I can learn what resonated with you most. Oh, and if you're the kind of badass who is willing to help us out big time and take a few minutes to rate and review this podcast, make sure you send us a screenshot of that review at hello at badassempires.com so I can send you a juicy freebie to say thank you. Until next time, keep showing up for your future and we'll keep smashing goals in the next episode.